Hey there, Courageous Leader. Looking for a place to connect, share, and collaborate with other ambitious, impact-driven powerhouses? Well, look no further. Join me and dozens of other bold, action-oriented women in leadership in the Leaders Lounge. The Leaders Lounge is a no-cost monthly meetup for listeners of the show and my broader She Leads community so that we can come together and uncover opportunities to collaborate with each other and magnify our impact. We meet monthly on the fourth Wednesday of every month. Details to save your spot for the next no-cost meetup is in the show notes below, or you can head over to sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to register. Again, that's sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to register and save your spot. I'll see you in the lounge. Thank you for joining me on another episode of She Leads Now podcast, where we help career and entrepreneurial women gain the tools to develop a success mindset, create winning strategies, build collaborative relationships, and take bold action towards creating impact and fulfillment in their lives and careers. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm on a mission to awaken and activate women and emerging leaders so they can tap into their innate leadership ability elevate their influence, and create the impact they were destined to make. If you're ready to up-level your confidence, courage, and influence, you've come to the right place. Join me weekly for insights, strategies, and resources to help you grow, develop, and embody the leader you were meant to be so that you can make the impact you know you are called to make and establish the legacy you've always dreamed. The world eagerly awaits the emergence of your brilliance, impact, and influence. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of She Leads Now. I am so excited to bring you my guest, Zakira Muhammad. Zakira has more than 10 years of professional photography and branding experience. She empowers people to step outside of their comfort zone through her gift of visual storytelling. She is also the CEO and founder of Focus Media Group that empowers and supports the growth of minority-owned businesses. She has overcome many challenges in her life, including cancer, to establish herself as an innovative voice in the marketing industry. Oh my gosh, Zakira, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so happy to get back in touch with you. So I am so excited to share with the audience your amazing journey and your amazing story. So if you would please share with us a little bit about your background, who you are and how you got into this place where you've now developed this organization, Focus Media Group. Yes. So when I was nine months old, I was saved by the bright flash of a camera. So I am a cancer survivor of a rare childhood eye cancer called retinoblastoma. And my mother took a photo of me and she saw a white glow in my right eye and took it to more than one doctor to get, you know, second and even third opinions on what's going on. So it was then detected that I am a cancer survivor of a rare childhood eye cancer called retinoblastoma. And then I was introduced to a camera at the age of five. So I've pretty much been photographing almost all of my life, but I've taken those photographic skills and my love of people and my years of first teaching myself how to use social media when social media was just coming out. And now I twist that and help other entrepreneurs, soon to be, you know, side hustlers or those who going into the great recognition and helping them to grow their 
online brands, both online and offline, because I think as we know, social media is always changing. And even though we're, you know, in the remote world right now, there's a lot of networking that needs to happen. So if you're not on Instagram, you definitely need to be in Slack or somewhere else networking and growing your business and your brand. I love that. And you know, what's most amazing, like when we initially talked and you explained to me, and even in your book, right, that uh, camera saved your life. And the fact that it, it's been part of your purpose up until this point in your career and in your business that it's such a critical part of who you are, your identity, and how you share yourself uh, and your knowledge and your skills with the world. So I just think that that is totally amazing. I am curious, though. Obviously, you know, you own your own business now. You do photography and you you support individuals with social media. Talk to me about your career journey. How did you even get into this place? I get the photography piece, but like, how did social media become part of your business offering? Yeah, well, actually, I will throw in photography a little bit that I actually did study photography. I went to school for photography. I got to go to a technical high school where I could get my high school diploma and get entry level certification in my chosen industry of photography. So I studied photography first. And so no matter what you study in school, there's always some other courses. Right. So I, you know, completed my homework assignments and learning that, OK, I got to build a website now or. I have to market myself. I have to talk about my business. And so that's where social media really came in. I was on Facebook before I was supposed to be on Facebook. (laughs) So I was on MySpace, you know, making my own websites and and making my own playlists. So I was one of those millennials that were just always on the interwebs. And then it wasn't until I graduated high school that I had a friend who was a music artist slash hairstylist. And she was doing great with word of mouth referrals and offline networking. But then I'm like, are you on Facebook? And she's like, no, what is that? So that really opened the door to helping, especially women and minority-owned businesses to really step outside of their comfort zone, try something new, join the interweb, join a new social media network and, and network that way. So it's been amazing 10 plus years of just helping and working with both startups uh, as well to really just understand the power of social media as well. Yeah. So it sounds like you, you've always known somewhere inside of you, you are an entrepreneur, you are multi-passionate. And so it's uh, unlike people like me, right. Who went down the corporate path and then realized ah, something else is out there. You've kind of been following uh, basically that, that gift, if you will. So that is amazing. So as you think about your career, right, and especially as, as you're supporting small businesses who are looking to market their, their businesses, it's it's kind of hard, right, for the small business person to stay up to speed on all of the changes. And then you, as the consultant, you have to be up on those changes. So what are some of the ways that you're able to manage servicing your clients and staying relevant with with regards to industry changes? So automation is key, definitely, especially now. I have been in the era where all of these automation features were just starting out. So it it may have frustrated, you know, was frustrating in the very beginning, but really between automation, because it's pretty much 100% or 98% uh, functional now, and delegating. So I would never always doing it alone, even though I do have the superwoman syndrome of I got this, (laughs) but I was never fully doing it alone. So being able to automate, being able to delegate and 
I also thank goodness for being able to kind of control what I do look at on social media. So I try not to look at, you know, the things that would, you know, make me envious, make me jealous, make me have FOMO. But instead, I'm following, you know, the trendsetters, you know, the ones who would know also what's going on in the digital marketing world. So Twitter is a great source, resource um, for knowing what's going on before everyone else. Is, uh, so once we find out, the word gets out and that's how we're able to trickle it down you know, to our clients as well. So. Absolutely. And so when you think about your network, right? Because I think that that's another important piece within our career journey, whether we're in corporate, whether we're in entrepreneurship or whether we got one foot on both sides of the street there, you know, having a network or cultivating a strong network is, I feel like one of the most important skills So as you think about your career, what role has your network played in helping you advance and continue to grow your business? There's this quote that I've been, it's not originated by me, and I've been having it float around in my head of your network is your network. And I've been saying that that to myself, especially more in 2022. And you and I get this. We met in a network, right? And and it's because of that network that we can continue to collaborate and know uh, what each other's up to and how we can support each other and even be each other's clients. So network for me is everything, especially in this day and age of remotely. So even though, you know, I would actually kind of be very active and learn, you know, have, you know, the leadership abilities and training and whatnot to be able to network offline. Those same skills apply online as well. You don't just send a friend request and and look. <laughs> you gotta send a friend request, send a message, send the message of who you are and and how we relate to each other or how we can help each other. Because that's the only way that people will really be able to keep you in mind. Of hey, I need a photographer, or hey, I need a career coach, or something of the likes. Because you introduce yourself. Not only just on your social media pages, but, you know, when you're sending messages. So your network is your net worth. And I still firmly believe that. Yeah, you bring up a really good point because we did meet in a like community network event. And that now that I do the math, that was what, 2018, 2019. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was just like through a Facebook group and here it is all these years later, we're still connected and here you are on the podcast. And so I do think that it is so critical and so powerful for us to step outside of this box of, oh my gosh, I got to put my head down and I got to do the work because in reality, it's, it's about who, you know, and who, you know, can open doors for you that no amount of hard work could ever open for you. So I'm, I'm glad that we've leveraged our network to continue to partner and support each other in our businesses. Thank you for bringing that up. What I also would love to know or would have you share with our audience, right? If you think about your journey through your career, through the ups, through the downs, through all of the things that you've had to learn over the course of your, your career, looking back, is there anything that you would do differently knowing what you know now? It's so timely that you asked it because I, you know, scroll in social media and I see either, you know, the great resignation posts or I see those complaining about entrepreneurship because they just started less than three years ago. 
And I think about the fact that I kind of did it backwards. I started with entrepreneurship. And then I, too, I've been there. I've dibbled and dabbled of both entrepreneurship and the nine to five or just the nine to five. So I feel like sometimes I do think, you know, how life would be if I did it the other way around. I used my startup capital from the job to, you know, build my startup that way versus just diving into entrepreneurship and using, you know, my referrals and all that. So, I mean, every everybody's story is different, but I do think about that a lot of just, you know, how hefty my savings account would be early on if I did have that job early on. <laughs> that is a really great point. And as we know, no matter how hefty it might've been in the beginning, over time, it, it would dwindle. Of, of course, you know, once you got up and running and, and getting customers, that wouldn't uh, matter as much. But yeah, there are so many schools of thoughts around what's the best journey. And I, I really firmly believe that we all have our own individual journey. So whether you were me who climbed the corporate ladder just to realize that it wasn't for me, this, or like you who started an entrepreneurship and then dipped into, into corporate as well, I think the important part is what are the skills that we learned, right? Regardless of where we started, how are we leveraging the training and the skills from that to be able to continue to grow and develop as professionals, as business owners, and certainly as leaders? And so that brings me to my next question in terms of leadership, right? I think in these last few years, we have seen the um, absolute need for leadership to step up so much differently than it has in the past. And so as you think about leadership, how would you define your leadership style and how you approach leading in your business? I think my leadership style is a thin line between empathetic and intuitive. I think I've realized that because of my sensibility, you know, to people's emotion, that I can use that to my advantage. Pick up on the fact that if I'm on a sales call and this woman's mindset is really not there, to use that to my advantage, how can I support her elsewise? And intuition when it comes to leadership, especially when it comes to delegating and outsourcing and helping to build my team. If I can pick up on if it's a mom who's got so much going on, how can I offset her load or something like that? So I think my leadership skills are a thin line between empathetic and intuitive, which after my experience just briefly being in corporate is a superpower <laughs> because people are just in that rat race of get it done, get it done, get it done, get the most money, get the most money, get the most money, get the most award, get the most award, get the most award. But it's like, okay, what about the culture? What about the people? So I think for me, being empathetic and intuitive, messaging one on some days, it's actually a superpower. Absolutely. I love that. More of those human characteristics are certainly needed in leadership today. So I love that that's how you uh, see yourself and how you identify as a leader. So now my other question to you is, you know, thinking back through if you had the opportunity to either go back to your younger self or speak to a group of young women who are emerging leaders or they're coming into the awareness uh, of their leadership ability and their voice, what advice would you give her? 
I'm so glad you're asking this question because that's really, as I grow old every single day, I realize that is my purpose. My purpose is really to, you know, take all these skills and, and look back and, and, you know, reach out the hand to help that young leader that I see who right now, she's so confident and firm in her word, but may hit the puberty age where boys and bullies will, um, come in and, and alter all of that and I just really want to be able to tell her to, to ho- hang on tight keep going because it will be very noisy for 10 plus years <laughs> so tune out that noise whatever you need to do to just listen to your heart and keep going you're absolutely right because oftentimes you know children they're so confident right you ask them what they want to be when they grow up or you ask them like what they want and they they don't even think about it because they haven't started adulting yet and (laughs) don't know the pitfalls of that and at some point to your to your point you know they start to lose that confidence because of the influences externally so I, I love that the reminder is tap into who you really are and stay true to that so with that I want to wrap up but I have a couple of rapid fire questions for you to share with the audience. Do you have a success routine or something that you do on a daily basis, whether first thing in the morning, some point in the day that allows you to get into the mindset so that you can actually fully show up as the leader that you are? Yes. So I have been perfecting or doing my best to perfect and maintain and be consistent with a regular morning routine. So a few of those things include not going to social media as soon as I wake up, not checking the news or my email as soon as I wake up. But instead, if I had a dream, write that down because, again, just being intuitive, sometimes it's a dream that's about to come into fruition for you. So uh, I write down my dreams or I just write down any of my thoughts and concerns and, and manifestations. If I'm not physically writing it down in a handy dandy notebook, prayer is super, super powerful because I really believe that, you know, once again, we're not alone in this. <laughs> we have a guiding, uh, a guiding principle. And also I don't skip breakfast, even if it's just a smoothie, even if it's just uh, instant oatmeal, even if it's just food, I do not skip breakfast because our brain does need to be nourished to be able to tackle the day. And I am also a huge music lover. So I will listen to, I have a set playlist of my favorite songs. I love pop and R&B, but it's the lyric that even if you're not paying attention to it, you can listen to it in the background and you know that it's kind of empowering for you. So anything about Beyonce, definitely empowering. So yeah, I pray. I avoid social media, I actually eat breakfast, and I have a empowering music playlist. I love that. Just one last question for you that has like two parts. What special projects are you working on and where can the audience find you if they want to connect? Yes. So I am working on building a membership community for minority women-owned creatives because we're all at different stages in entrepreneurship and we all need that support. Aside from reading the right books and and listening to the right music, it also has tribe, you know, have the right woman around you. So I'm working on building a membership community. And uh, this is for those who uh, may not want a full uh, creative suite through my creative marketing agency, which is now with the fish. I've been able to combine the social media and photography and make it a marketing agency. So uh, for those who don't want the full uh, 
shebang that we have a membership community where you can just kind of reach out to the tribe of what you need uh, uh, help with. So you can find all of that at Focus with a PH, which is a player on the word photography, Focus Media Group, P-H-O-C-U-S-E-D, mediagroup.com. And you'll learn um, just how we support creative, whether they have books, podcasts, service-based businesses, e-commerce businesses. But the focus really is uh, women, minority women-owned businesses. And what about social? Where do you hang out? So I am everywhere on social media at Illuminous One, which is um, my middle name, Bright Light. It's Arabic for uh, Bright Light. And it's I-L-L-U-M-I-N-O-U-S-O-N-E. Awesome. So I will be sure to include uh, those links and your handles all, all across social media in the show notes. Thank you so much, Zakira, for coming on and for sharing your knowledge and your experience and your journey. Any last words of advice that you want to leave with the audience? I say keep reading, keep learning, whether it's a book or a podcast. Keep reading and keep learning and keep going. Awesome. All of Zakira's information will be included in the show notes. So please be sure to check it out. Connect with her. Let her know that you heard her on the She Leads Now podcast. And if you are a creative and you need support with your marketing or your branding, please reach out to her and connect with her. With that, I will see you on next week's episode of the She Leads Now podcast. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Now. Be sure to join us next week for another transformative discussion to help you grow, develop, and embody the courageous leader you've always been. Be sure to subscribe to the show to get alerts when new episodes drop and join us for our next Leaders Lounge meetup on Zoom. Details and dates for future sessions are included in the show notes below. So take a look there or head over to sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to register and hold your spot for the next session. Again, that's sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to grab your spot. Excited to connect with you all inside the lounge. Talk to you soon.